Hi, and welcome to the My Chicago Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Rubin. I loved learning about today's featured business, Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar, located at 5553 North Clark Street in Andersonville. In this episode, owner and sommelier Lindsay Anderson shares why she started the business back in 2019 as a place for education and exploration of wine, small plate dining, and food and wine pairings. She also shares a bit about her pandemic pivots, challenges, and successes, including virtual wine tastings and deliveries all over the Chicagoland area. We also dig into her exciting news around Uve's expansion into the storefront next door on November 1st, which will become the Uve Fromagerie and Tasting Room, and what the new space will be used for. So without further ado, grab a glass of your favorite wine and enjoy today's episode with Lindsay Anderson from Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar. Welcome to the My Chicago Podcast, Lindsay. I'm excited to have you here and learn a little bit more about what's going on over at, is it Uve? Yes, Uve Kitchen and Wine Bar. All right, so get started. Tell me all about it. How'd you get into bringing this business together? Well, I have always been in the hospitality industry um, from a very young age. In college, I waited tables and bartended. I actually went to Kendall College. um, So my degree is in hospitality management. And then I got my master's degree from Roosevelt in hospitality management. Um, So always been in restaurants in the Chicago area. I have been a partner in a couple smaller restaurant groups. And in 2018, I decided it was time to do my own thing. I've always had a passion for wine. Um, I went back to Kendall College in 2013 uh, to go through their wine professional program. So I went through all three levels. So I am a certified sommelier. Um, I also teach their level one certification class uh, pre-COVID. Post-COVID, we're kind of waiting for things to get a little bit more back to normal before I go back to teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, But that kind of inspired me to open the wine bar. I love uh, the Andersonville neighborhood. It's very, very community driven. I like Mm -hmm. to say it's like being in a small town in the big city, lots of small businesses. Everybody works together. Everybody is very passionate. We did just get uh, the second best neighborhood in the world from timeout. So we're very, very proud of that. I didn't know that. That's awesome. It just came out last Friday. Um, So pretty exciting for our neighborhood to just kind of have that kind of press. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just a really community driven neighborhood, very supportive of a small business. So that's been really great for us. Um, I signed my lease in 2018 and it took a whole year for us to build the restaurant. Oh, wow. Uh, So we didn't open until July of 2019. And then obviously we were open for a whole six months before the pandemic hit. you know, it's been a roller coaster ever since. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about what the original space, the Uve, the it's a, a wine bar and a kitchen. Yes. Yes. So um, our concept is very based on education. Uh, we want people to explore and learn while they dine with us. So our wine list um, is very much built on my education and what I teach with the level one sommelier certification, um, where we really want you to identify what you like, but then explore outside that realm of comfortability. So mm-hmm. if you love New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs, while we do have a New Zealand Sauvignon blog on our 
glass pour list, we also have a Sancerre, which is a Sauvignon Blanc from France that maybe you've never tried before. So we're really all about kind of comparing and contrasting Mm -hmm. um, and then exploring outside of your comfort zone. We're also really uh, based on food and wine pairings and how that can enhance your experience when you're dining out. So we Mm -hmm. do offer three, six and nine ounce pours. And the idea behind the three ounce pour is to kind of be able to build your own wine flights or pair three ounce pours with different menu items. Mm -hmm. Our regular dinner menu is globally inspired. It is, uh, we do strongly encourage the share plate experience so everyone can try different dishes. We have a couple, uh, the way our menu is set up is we have an earth farm, an earth section that's all vegetables, a sea section that's all seafood, and then a farm section that's all kind of meat and heartier dishes. So we mm-hmm. do have the option to kind of turn that sea and that farm into more of an entree style dining mm-hmm. experience, but we do really like to promote uh, the share plate concept. So you can try different things and pair different wines with different dishes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I like that. And when you do the wine pairings, it's when somebody does it well, it's really amazing how it all comes together and it really enhances the experience of both the food and the wine. I love that. Definitely so t- agree. Yeah. So tell me more about what's going on in November and expanding. So during the pandemic, when we got shut down the first time, uh, our food doesn't really translate to to-go food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we opened for about two days trying to do to-go food. And I think we got like two or three orders and it was more depressing than it was uh, <laughs> beneficial to the business, if you mm-hmm. will. So we decided to go ahead and close um, close the restaurant completely. That lasted about two weeks because being in the hospitality industry, I am used to working 60 hours a week and not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I decided to kind of lean on that educational experience that I have had as a teacher at Kendall Mm -hmm. and my assistant sommelier and his name is Aaron. He's also our cheesemonger. We decided to start doing virtual tastings. Okay. So during the pandemic, um, we actually did very, very well with the virtual, virtual tastings. We, it actually helped us as a brand new small business, having only been open for six months. Um, The virtual business or pardon me, virtual wine tastings were really truly grassroots marketing where someone would join us and then they would tell friends and their friends would tell friends. And suddenly the best. Yeah. Suddenly (laughs) we have clientele outside of the Andersonville neighborhood. You know, we're delivering to the same people every week for these tastings in the West loop, South loop, that sort of thing. So we were really able to build and grow our customer base while we were shut down, which was awesome for us. Mm -hmm. In December, virtual tastings were the new kind of corporate holiday party. So we were doing two, three, four a day. We did one for 200 people. Holy cow. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy. So I uh, gained some new experience in logistics because we utilized our employees, our kitchen employees, um, and our servers that weren't working as delivery drivers. Holy and cow! <laughs> in the hospital, in the hospitality industry, you never say no. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were delivering all over the Chicagoland area, Elgin, mm-hmm. Naperville, Aurora. So it was a lot of work. It kept us really busy. Um, during that time, though, we really, you know, we saw that there was a need, and people do want to learn more about wine in kind of an unpretentious, open environment where. It's okay if you know nothing, it's okay if you know a lot, uh, and just kind of build that sense of community through wine tastings. Another thing that we did last December was 
obviously the restaurant dining room wasn't being utilized for anything. So we opened up a little market where we sold wine and some of our accoutrements and cheese. And we invited um, a group of makers and artists to come in and display and sell their products for Mm. the holiday. And that was very successful too. So we're like, oh, we really like kind of, you know, wine and cheese. And we also like, you know, having wine tastings and it's been very beneficial for us. Um, not to go too far backtracking, but when I bought the restaurant, it was one large restaurant and Mm -hmm. we wanted a more intimate space. So we cut it in half and my landlord kept one half and built it out as a retail space. That's been for rent since Mm -hmm. 2018, just sitting there empty. (laughs) So that was kind of an opportunity for us to grow within, within our own space. Mm -hmm. So come November 1st, we are opening the Uve Fromagerie and Tasting Room, where during the day, we're going to have lots and lots of retail wine. We're going to have cheese, accoutrements, different crackers, you know, the option to build your own baskets as gifts. And then we are inviting those makers to come back in for the holiday season. So we have a lot to offer as far as shopping. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited about that. Uh, At night, we're going to utilize the space as a private event room. Um, If you've ever been to Uve, it is very, very small. And if you have a lot of larger groups, it can get very, very loud. So Mm. we will utilize the space next door to accommodate parties of 10 or more Mm -hmm. uh, in kind of a nice little dining space. Then there is another counter space over there that will host in-person wine tastings, as well as be able to utilize the space as a waiting area during the winter months when we can't be outside. Oh, that's brilliant. I love how you pivoted so much um, in the pandemic because I I can't imagine being in the hospitality industry during that time because trying to make sense of making a go and keeping it afloat was probably kept you up a lot at night. Yeah, it was definitely really challenging. Um, I think for me personally, this is my life. This is my small business. I'm the sole owner. So I had no other option but to figure it out and not let it fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, we really did benefit from the kind of ideas that we came up with. So it was good. Yeah. Nice silver lining to <laughs> being forced to make some other decisions, right? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. We talked a lot about the different things. Is there anything else you want to share about your business? Um, again, you know, I think it's important for listeners to know that the, the Environment and hospitality is still really, really challenging. Um, the product shortage affects us every day. Mm. The labor shortage affects us every day. Uh, so definitely support all small business while you can. Uh, I personally think right now is a little bit more challenging than the actual pandemic. Really? Uh, because we're in a position right now where we are short-staffed. It's hard to find qualified employees that want to work in the hospitality industry. Um, we were fortunate enough to be fully staffed this summer. But come fall, uh, you know, the larger restaurant groups, they can offer more to Mm. employees. So we've lost a couple to big downtown restaurant groups. Mm -hmm. And this is super challenging for us because, you know, we need to make money. We want to invite people into the restaurant, but we also have to maintain that level of service that we're Mm -hmm. known for. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes we are not able to accept additional reservations. We're not able to accept walk-ins, which is heartbreaking to a small business owner. We have to say, no, we can't, but we have to maintain that experience that we're known for. Yeah. Um, 
So again, you know, I am, because we are part of the Andersonville community, we like to support all the businesses here in the neighborhood. So we dine out a lot in the neighborhood. Um, as far as the new uh, fromagerie and tasting room, we are supporting a lot of small businesses, a lot of local businesses. We'll be featuring products from Twidley Bits. Uh, Lauren is an amazing human. She's a vegan chef. She does a lot of farmer's markets. So we'll have her jams and her jellies and her butters in the store. Uh, Tasting India is another uh, woman-owned small business in the neighborhood. Jasmine does a lot of different meal kits and spices and that sort of thing. So we'll bring uh, her products in as well. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've noticed a lot is that there's a lot of entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs and locals helping out the small businesses in this time, which has been a really important thing and really nice to see. Um, I love that you mentioned those businesses already, but are there any others that you'd like to nominate? Um, I We strongly support uh, City Olive across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh Karen has been there for, I think, almost 20 years, which is a long time, especially up north in Andersonville. We're not really in like the heart of the downtown area. We're a little bit farther north from the shops mm-hmm. uh, and the main dining areas. So she's is great. Uh, we will be collaborating with her over the holiday season. If you buy a basket from her, but you want to add a wine from us, we'll give you a little discount. Oh, that's cool. Um other restaurants in the neighborhood, uh, also up north by us, is Little Madrid. Francisco used to be an attorney in Madrid and moved here and has been successful through the pandemic. He opened right before, I think, January or February, and he was doing everything during the pandemic, cooking, serving. Holy he was, cow. He was the only guy there. Um, but his food is very, very authentic uh, Spanish cuisine, and it's a really cute, just little small BYOB. BYOB place that we like mm-hmm. to support as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would just say, you know, shop local to wherever you may be listening in from. It's really important and it's really appreciated by small business owners. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here, Lindsay. I, I loved hearing your insights about what's going on and how the exciting change is happening there. So thanks again for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. You can find links to and addresses for Lindsay's nominated businesses, as well as a peek inside the new fromagerie and tasting room at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash uve, that's U-V-A-E, or by visiting the podcast social media pages on Instagram and Facebook at mychicagopodcast. If you're a Chicago small business and would like to be on the show, please drop me a line on social media or on my website at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash B-A-Guest. Last but not least, be sure to visit Lindsay and the Uve team at 5553 North Clark Street in Andersonville. Cheers. Have a great week, Chicago.